Welcome to She Rises Up podcast with Gemma and Lara. We are multi-award winning international coaches, authors and speakers specialized in women's empowerment and conscious leadership for women. Here we want to empower, uplift and elevate you with conscious conversations aimed to unify femininity, business and consciousness. Welcome, welcome ladies to a new episode of our podcast, She Who Rises Up. Today is episode 11, which is actually an angelic number, right? It's considered a master number, in fact, representing enlightenment and awakening. So let's start uh, producing whatever needs to come through with the energy of that, of, of enlightenment and, um, and awakening. We will start the show today with uh, us sharing some of the lessons and key insights that we've had in between, in between recording these podcasts with the intention to uh, accelerate your growth and also to, of course, to empower, uplift and elevate you, which is the core message, the core reason, the core uh, vision that we have for, for, for this podcast. We also believe that if something resonates with you, it means that it's yours. And it also means that you will be able to fast track your evolution this way. It's like very much like having a mentor, right? And for the second part of the podcast, we of course have some cards that we have picked for you with the guidance, with the message. And we hope that you resonate with it and also embrace the uh, the lesson and the message the message that is coming through for you to reflect on and hopefully also to practice right and it's time now to welcome my co-host Gemma hello Gemma hi Lara hello everybody I love the accelerating your evolution loved it <laughs> this is what it is right it's uh, our conversations the core of our conversations that we've had since we've met actually it was very much like that indeed our growth and evolution mm. and when you were getting an insight i'm like oh wow resonates with me it means like let me learn from your experience right why do i have to go through it if i could also learn it um, from yourself now of course it doesn't mean that if uh, i need to go through it i would be going through it anyways you know <laughs> of the soul contract uh, yes yeah, about learning from from others right exactly at least you have a point of it of, of reference and um can remember um, hopefully make make your transitions and your processes a bit easier mm. okay Gemma I have a question for you I have a question what would you like to share with our beautiful ladies mm. about your key lessons the lessons that you've had over the last two weeks insights uh, or, or remembrance yeah yeah well it's been um, very intense two weeks for me and one of the things I would like to share, I would like to start with a visualization just to explain the concept that I would like to, to, to cover. So uh, for all our listeners, if you would like to follow the visualization and close your eyes and see, and see what it takes you. So imagine that it's a beautiful day outside. You are by the ocean. Maybe you can hear it in the background. I don't know, but um, I, I'm near the ocean. Maybe you can hear it in real, in real life as well. So imagine it's a beautiful day, you're by the ocean um, and you fancy just going on a boat and going to the sea and um, yeah, just go, just go into the sea with your boat. So you do that and you paddle through and it's a beautiful day, the sun is shining on your skin, 
you can smell the ocean and hear the sea and um, yeah, you're enjoying yourself. Um, then suddenly there's a little wind that comes and you feel oh, the wind is changing. Maybe I can change the, uh, the direction of, of the boat. And suddenly the wind starts to, to be a bit faster, to be a bit stronger. And you have to do something about it. And suddenly the water start to move fast because the wind is getting very strong. And hmm, it seems to be a bit different now. Um, the sky is not as blue, it's a bit darker. And the wind is getting stronger and it's blowing really, really heavily on the, on the boat. And um, you're going from one side to the other. Uh, suddenly you, you lose the paddle and you only have one so it's more difficult to paddle and you start panicking a little bit and you don't know what to do because obviously you're, you're not that ex an experienced um, navigator or whatever you call it so um, yeah the wind starts to go um, to go even even harder the sky is cloudy starts to rain a little bit and you start panicking a little bit more um, it's not comfortable, you're getting a bit wet, you're feeling cold and uh, getting a bit anxious and suddenly the wind starts to blow really really fast, the boat just lost control completely and you cannot see the shore anymore because of the fog and the sky is getting darker and darker and you're getting more and more nervous, really don't know what to do anymore. Suddenly it starts to rain even more heavy, more heavy, and suddenly you realize that the boat has a hole in it and water is coming in from the, from the, from the ocean. And you cannot see um, the, the shore with only one paddle, you cannot really do much. It's raining very heavily, you really don't know what to do. What am I gonna do? How do I get out of this one? How do I get out of this one? How did you get out of this one? How did you get out of that situation? What would you do? What if all you had to do was to stop thinking that you are in danger, that you are in the middle of the ocean? Just stop the imagination going. It's just an illusion. It's, it, it wasn't really happening. It was something I was telling you about. So what has it got to do with anything? Well, the thing that came to me this week was that we co-create our own reality. And sometimes we get so caught up by the challenges we have in life that we forget that the only real thing that we, that we have is, is the love that we are. And we get caught up in things like um, the visualizations that I, that I just ran through. Um, we seem to believe that we are in a dangerous situation, uh, something bad is going to happen, uh, how am I going to get out of this one? without realizing them sometimes maybe nine out of ten is just our imagination going wild and getting the problem bigger and bigger in our head imagining what's going to happen imagine how bad it could be it could get and all we have to do is to stop to stop the dream to stop thinking about it and flow with life as it comes um my partner had a dream this week and he was um with me somewhere and suddenly he felt some some danger he had to run away there were people coming from from all angles kind of attacking us he he grabbed me because he wanted to protect me 
but he got in a very strange uh, and dangerous situation, so he couldn't protect me anymore. And he was conscious enough in the dream to realize it was a dream, and then he said, all I have to do is to stop the dream. So he did that, and he woke up. So that's all we have to do. Sometimes we get too caught up in, in the Maya, in the matrix, in the reality that we believe is real when it's not. And that's my experience this week, that we can always be conscious and decide that we are co-creating our own reality. And if the situation we are living is not what we want to experience, we can always stop, see what's real and what's not, see what we are actually exaggerating with our imagination, see what, if there's anything that we, we can change by changing the beliefs and, and realize that, that the only real thing is, is the love that we are. And by co-creating from that space of love, joy, and peace, um, then we can create the reality that we really want to live, not the one that the mind uh, takes us away from. That was my experience this week. Okay, wow. And it's so easy to forget. That's why I really wanted to share it, because, well, I call myself a conscious person. But yeah, I'm quite quite aware but sometimes you forget sometimes you forget I get caught up in the life circumstances do you believe they're real and you get lost you get lost in them and that's exactly what happened to me this week and it's something that I know that I can't co-create my own reality I can change my reality um, or at least flow with it from that space of peace and I forgot, I forgot this week. And it really affected me, affected me physically until I realized, okay, hang on a minute. I, I, I am responsible for these changes. I take responsibility for the changes because I am a co-creator. I'm not a victim. This is not happening to me. I created this situation. So it's not what I wanted, but somehow I created it. So I take responsibility and flow through it and Let's see, let's see what I can do from this space of consciousness back into, into awareness and full sovereignty. So that was my experience. Oh, wow. This oh, week. Wow. Well, what's coming to me now, it's, it's also to honor our, our human costume. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? That, 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 mm. uh, that sometimes, especially as you are, or we are going through the puzzle, consciousness and, and, and spirituality that that we want to be so out, out, out there that we forget um that yeah here to live also this human experience and these are this is part of the human experience as well right yeah. yes exactly wow wow exactly. amazing and i had um i had two two things i wanted to share with the ladies the first one that i thought was quite an interesting one and how the power of words can be can manipulate quite a lot and uh, and the other one, it's something that I've been working on for the last two weeks. And since I came back to the UK about a week ago, it's been very clear, very apparent. So let me get started with the first concept. And the concept is culture appropriation. Culture appropriation. So it wasn't until recently, I'm talking about maybe a few months ago, that I had to look up what does culture appropriation means? Because it, 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 it yes, it, it says in the words, you know, you are appropriating a culture that is not yours, right? And that is what it is. And this week was it? Yeah, this week there was a piece of news that I saw on on Instagram, where um, apparently Kim Kardashian, a celebrity, American celebrity, has been um, 
she, she got backlash because in one of her recent photo shoots, she was wearing the arm sign the hindu sign in her earrings and uh, so the backlash you know they were saying that that was cultural appropriation and of course you know um i started thinking i'm like and, and so what <laughs> and so what if this woman decides to wear the arm sign what is the problem with that right so what i realized is that there are so many words out there that have the intention to be dignifying that have the intention of fairness or have the intention of um, justification but the truth is not <laughs> the truth is creating more separation right i mean what does it mean it means that right now um uh, i can't um uh, so, for example, what's coming to, to mind is actually some of the best belly dancers are not even Arab. <laughs> you know, they are South American. <laughs> you know? So what does that mean? That, that, that you know, uh, um, South American women can't do belly dancing or that Japanese people can't cook a can't cook a paella, you know? I mean, what kind of nonsense is that, right? I mean, why are we being so, so, what's it called? What's the word? We yeah we 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 too clingy to <laughs> to to things that are a complete illusion and that are completely man-made. <laughs> they are man-made, and not only that. If you believe in past lives, then this concept should go out of the window completely, right? <laughs> because you must probably have had many lifetimes where you've been, you know, part of many cultures and many races and many everything. So that was the first one. No, I thought it was quite interesting um, concept there that it's complete nonsense in my eyes, in my eyes, of course. And as usual, ladies, everything that we share here is coming from our perspective, is coming from the way we understand life at this moment of time. If you like it, take it. And if you don't, that's fine. You know, that's absolutely fine. Now, the second one, it's very interesting. And that is the concept of punishment. The concept of punishment. Now, this is not a new concept. Of course, it's not a new concept. In fact, um, where do we learn this concept from? We learn it in our childhood, right? Um, most people get punished in their childhood. Now, punishment could come in different shapes and forms. Uh, it's not about uh, hitting or anything like that. Sometimes it can come, you know, from, yeah, withdrawal or from, um, you're not going to do that now, you know? And actually, when I was in Spain this time, this trip, I have witnessed how a mother was punishing the kid by saying, do you want me to abandon you? You know, and, and, and I was like, oh wow, oh, wow, that is pure punishment, you know, because the kid wasn't doing what the mother wanted to do, right? So um, what is the energy of, uh, of punishment ultimately? The energy of punishment is control and submission. That is what it is, you know. I want you to, con to be controlled by me, hence the reason I'm punishing you because it's, um, it's, um, it's not about you being empowered, it's about me having more power over you. This is what it is, right? And of course, as we're growing, you start realizing that punishment is so embedded, so, so, so crazy embedded in society, in the workplace, in the day-to-day, -day, you start seeing it everywhere. I mean, I came from, I traveled back and forth, Madrid, London, and I came recently from Madrid to London, and there's a series of things that we have to do, you know, with this current situations. And I, I, I kid you not how many times I've been 
threatened, quote unquote, but if you don't do this, you're going to get fined. What is a fine? Is a punishment, right? Do you know how many times I've been told in different ways and from different perspective, if you don't comply, you're going to be punished. If you don't do it, you're going to be punished. If you don't follow the rules, you're going to be punished. And I'm like, oh my God, it's like, what is going on? And of course, what the realization came to me is that yes, this is a deeper way of being controlled and manipulated by the higher powers, quote unquote, higher powers, right? And equally, what I realized is that this controlling mechanism is keeping you in your child's state mind. It's keeping you in the child's state mind. So what happens there is that if I haven't done the inner work, if I haven't healed my any parents' wound, then that is going to come up over and over again because all they're doing is pressing that little button, you know, which is the the child traumatized the, the traumatized child, and that comes up. And of course, I'm going to comply, right? So this is what came to mind. So. Well, I would like then to think about, uh, I, I rather, sorry, Jenna, actually there was another detail there that was important that I shared with you a couple of weeks ago. And that was that, um, because of course, from a, from a philosophical perspective, we see it now, maybe from now on, you might start noticing the concept of punishment, but also I would like you to start thinking is, do you punish others? How are you punishing others? Now, I saw that flesh light in me uh, a few weeks ago when I was in a situation at home and there was a little disagreement and my, and my inner instinct was to punish that person. Now, to punish that person and that, oh my God, when I caught myself, I'm like, what is going on here? I caught myself wanting to punish the other person, right? Which actually is completely, it's, 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 Oof, you know, it's, it's obviously, you know, what can I say about this? And, um, and I'm like, oh, wow, oh, wow. So that is my deep conditioning is wanting me to do that. My deep conditioning wanted to punish the other person. And of course, I caught myself and, you know, you bring um, love and, and you bring awareness into the situation to start healing this particular uh, conditioning and this wound that, that, that you, might, you might have, right? So think about how might you be punishing others? How might you be punishing others? Um, do you do it consciously? Do you do it unconsciously? Do you do it physically? Do you do it through withdrawal? Do you do it with silence do you, by, by saying something or not saying something or doing something or not doing something? And start catching yourself. How do you punish others? And equally, how may you be punishing yourself? So Gemma, these were my two realizations this week. Wow. I remember the punishing one that you shared with me and I realized, oh my God, I've also done it. Didn't realize I did, but I, I also did it. Um, I, I punished someone with silence and that was quite cruel when I realized it, it was very cruel, very cruel thing to do. And I didn't realize it was a punishment until you mentioned it. And obviously I changed that uh, because I didn't like what I saw. But it, it's so ingrained that I, I, I didn't see it until it was brought up into consciousness. So I wonder how any other ways we are pushing out, uh, punishing ourselves that we we're not still aware of and suffering from that wow Absolutely. there was something else i went through this week which is death i went through death again um of one of my cats uh, well the one that, that i ha had left because i lost the other one last year and she was my dear my dear debbie 
uh, I adore her and she passed. And as hard as it was, she gave me a month and a half to get used to the idea that she was going. Um, her example was remarkable. She was sweet until the end. Uh, she never complained. Um, I never knew if she was in pain or not. She was a remarkable cat until until the last minute. And it's my reality that she came to me to raise in consciousness and she left being the goddess that she came to, to be. Um, but the realization is once again, or more than a realization, the, the reminder that, that death is just a transition, that death is not real. She's as alive today as she was a few days ago when she was still here. Probably more because she was very ill and she was hardly here. Um, she will be forever in my heart, always in my mind. So how can she be dead? It's not possible. She's alive. She's alive in my dreams. I've been dreaming with her every night. Very lively dreams. Very, uh, very real. And so that reminds me once more that death is not real. That is part of life. And how many people have fear of death and to me having fear of death is the same of having fear of of life because um, sometimes we don't we do things to avoid death that are actually preventing us from living a fulfilled and full life so yeah that was one of my my experiences and also um, I've been clearing uh, my house getting uh, rid of old stuff from my parents from from me all memories and that was, um, it was like a spiritual death as well, having a bit of an identity crisis at some point as I was clearing my, my house and stuff that has been there for years and years. And again, I realized, well, it's, it's just stuff. The memories from my parents are in my heart. Uh, this stuff I associate with them, it's, it's just, they're just things and they don't mean anything. The real memories that we carry are in our heart, the love that we share with them, the good things that they uh, taught us, um, the good memories, they're, they're always in our hearts. So, um, yeah, death has been very, very present this week in many, in many situations. And the reminder that it's just a transition, that it's not real and it's part of life. It happens. With every breath. Uh, do you know, uh, we've discussed that before, Gemma, privately, and I would love, uh, maybe we may have said it as well in on the podcast yeah, yeah. before, that I would love to dedicate one, one episode mm -hmm. to the concept of death. Uh, yeah. it's, and it's precisely because of the huge disconnection and the huge misunderstanding that uh, people have with this word, right? And everything that, that evokes in the other person. Because, and what if actually it could evoke something different? And what if it was an opportunity, right? Um, uh, and a gift and, and a lesson and, and everything. And I've, I've learned so much from you, from this concept. And I would love, love, love when is the right time and when you feel, mm -hmm. um, you know, it's, it's you, you're okay to talk about these things, to dedicate one on death because it's. Yeah, let's do it. In a few occasions. Yes, let's do yeah. it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, ladies. So now let's move on to the next part of our podcast. And this is, which is very interesting and very much linked as well to what we discussed so far. And by the way, these things are, are you know, they, they happen, right? There's no, there is no, um, what's it called, uh, manipulation or there is no, um, you know, we literally picked the card like 10 minutes ago or no, actually now 20 minutes ago when we started, uh, before we started this. And it's, uh, the card is actually from an, another, a new deck that we haven't used before. It's called 
Elki Shihu Shihu. And as a little anecdote, we, this is uh, we, when we were looking for a name for the podcast, we picked a card, uh, and that was the Shihu um, Rises, and that's how the, the 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 name of the podcast was was picked through a card, an oracle card. Now the today's card is Shihu Regrets she who regrets and the little words that come with the cards are battle victory and bitterness hmm? battle victory and bitterness now Gemma, what would you like to share when i shared with you that and then we had another um, supportive card that we we picked up and that was the card of sovereignty sovereignty hmm. what would you like to share to say hmm. to share what what things came to your mind when we uh, when we picked up this card yeah, but the first thing that came to mind is like, wow, this is for me. And uh, reading the contents of the card, uh, one of the sentences there, it was like, uh, never run from a fight, never run from a fight. And this is a, a circumstance, a life situation that I've been presented with, with this week. And one of my positions was to, okay, well, let's let it go. Let's, um, yeah, from a space of peace, let's let it go. And then I realized, talking to my partner, that no, you, you, you can't let it go. You, you can't let it go, but first, you have to do things right. You have to at least show that you're still in the battle, that you don't run from a fight, um, that you don't give up. If you lose the battle, that's fine, but never run from a fight, because then there will be something missing. You will, you will feel better if you actually fight for what's yours, fight for what's your, um, your right. Another thing that came is also use caution in arguments. And that's also something that take for me. And um, it's, it's something that I have to think about because it, to me is what, what about being authentic and also being cautious at the same time. So you want to be authentic, and we were talking about having a contract with, uh, with, with our customers. We always have to, uh, to have a contract, but these contracts are very, very cold uh, with a language that are very um, uh, clean. And, well, as a person with, with an open heart, you, you want to change the words to something more, more sweet, to something that has a meaning. But... A contract is a contract and you have to be cautious in that. And it's the same with the arguments. We, have to, we can be authentic, but at the same time, uh, being, being cautious of what we, what we say and how we say it. So those are, those are things to ponder for me uh, today after this card. That was like, when we got the card, we were like, what is going on here? <laughs> you know, <laughs> because it was like so on point. Uh, absolutely and when we when we got this card uh, yeah this i mean look there are actually a couple of things here that is worth reading from from the book that comes with the card and it says we all have disagreements in our lives it is how we resolve those moments that define our future this is what the book says right mm -hmm. and it also says how often have angry words been used as weapons before attempting to create peace, which also is very um, linked to what we discussed earlier on about punishment, right? How are we punishing others through, um, through that? Now, <clears throat> the words are coming to me 
rather than words. And actually, let me go back a step. In the program that I facilitate RISE, there is an entire module dedicated to conflict management. And one of the, and lots of tools and lots of really beautiful stuff that we share with our, um, with our students. And, uh, and of course, I get tested. I get tested myself as to, Lara, you're teaching this. Are you, are you really embodying this? And I've been in this situation again over the last few weeks where I had potentially one of the biggest rows I've had, you know, over the last few years. And, and, and uh, did I put in practice the thing that I teach? Actually, most of them, no. In fact, I, it went completely out of the window, <laughs> you know. And if anything, I need to thank, I need to thank the situation for showing me things. And showed me things that I need to to work on and and it was a huge mirror that was shown to me so I'm very very grateful for that and it was actually when we finished this row I, I had to laugh I had to laugh and it was actually I was on my own laughing I'm like what was that about what was that about now one of the things that it's uh, was very interesting that I caught myself it's in with what energy was I showing up in that argument with what energy and this is one of the things that that it's so 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 important and i remember one time where i sent an email out and the response that i got it was a, a little bit what i thought was out of proportion and in fact when i went to Gemma, i said Gemma, can you help me out here there is a situation that i don't quite understand and she made me write down 50 reasons as to why i sent that email out and it turned out that uh, that that the 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 real reason why I sent that email out and it caused friction is because of anger. I was angry and that anger was coming through. So one of the things that's coming to mind is like how aware are we with the energy in which we're showing up in those conflicts, in those conversations? Um, is it is it an energy of of I'm okay but you're not okay? Or is it an energy of I'm not okay you either? Or, or I'm okay but you're not? Or vice versa, right? And in fact, there is a book called the I'm okay book that the ladies might want to check out. So that's very, very, very interesting. Yeah. And something else um, that, 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 uh, um, that came up at the back of this route I had is that ultimately whenever there is a conflict, it's because there is a lack of love right somebody is yearning for love there right i mean the person that i was having the conflict with they were yearning for love i was also yearning for love and the the deep the deep rooted elemental basic reason as to why we were having that row it's we both wanted love right maybe we wanted love from each other for each other and which i think this this was uh, this was the case but it's that it's like it's uh, it's it's um it's a yearning for love. We want love ultimately. Wow. So, yeah. That makes so much sense. So much sense. I love that. Mm. So some of the questions that we could ask ourselves and we start wrapping up now, it's again, with what energy are we showing up in those conflicts and those situations? Um, what regrets, what regrets might you also have? And now this is a very interesting point, the regret point, right? Uh, because um, although I'm, I'm personally, I, I'm yet to regret anything that I've done in my life. I don't have the energy of regret. If something that I want to do, I, I do it or I do my best to do it uh, or work around it. Having said that, um, I remember doing a, a coaching program uh, a while ago where we needed to imagine that we were in our deathbeds. 
And we had to look back in our lives and what potentially, what regrets might we have if we didn't change certain things. And I realized actually there were a few things that needed some tweaking conversations to be had things to let go emotions to let go different things yeah that needed to uh, to uh, to let go yeah very mm. very powerful stuff very powerful stuff mm. awesome Any final thoughts, yeah. the energy of regret is, is not a good one to to have because um, everything happens for a reason the decisions you took at any moment in time were the right ones maybe later on in life you see them from a different perspective as you grow in consciousness but at the time um, whatever you decided was made with the resources you had so if there is any regret there with our audience just use the um, the power of forgiveness and gratitude for the experience and, and get rid of the regret because whatever you did or whatever decision you took that now you can see that wasn't the right one you did it at the time with the best intention and the resources that you had and now you're different so yeah get, let's sure, ensure you get rid of any regrets you have by by using the power of forgiveness and in fact our last episode episode 10 was um, was about forgiveness so if you mm -hmm. have it to that one we invite you to listen to um to mm -hmm. that one Yes. Ladies, it's time to wrap up uh, and the half an hour literally flies by. And I wonder if Gemma wants to say anything else before we start wrapping up. Thank you. Thank you, Lana. Um, just there was sovereignty, which is the, the card that came as, um, uh, what do you call it? As um, a supportive card. Supportive yeah. card. And it's such a beautiful word. And at the end, what we hear is to grow in consciousness, just to remember who we are and to regain that sovereignty, that uh, queen, king status that we are, God, goddess, whatever you want to call it, um, living the experience as a, as a human, but from that, but from that perspective of being sovereign beings. So remember that and um, yeah, grow to, 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 achieve, to achieve that state of being. Thank you. And thank you, ladies, for listening to our podcast once again. And we will see you very soon in two weeks' time. That's all for today, ladies. Thank you so much for joining our conversation. And we truly hope you loved it. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe to our podcast and also share it with other fabulous ladies so they could benefit from it too. If you want to get in touch, you could find us on all major social media platforms. Speak to you very soon.